0: The attack of the subversive elites by Michael Rechtenwald an audio Mises wire narrated by million Quinteros. It is tempting as Naomi Wolf has done recently to ascribe the breakdown of Western civilization to the debasing of Judeo-Christian ethics and the reemergence of malignant supernatural forces. Witnessing the many assaults on the infrastructure and social order of the United States of late, I wouldn't rule out metaphysical causality either. But to blame the pagan gods or in specifically Christian terms to blame Satan and not his legions is to take comfort in an obscured perspective on the current global arrangement. To lay culpability strictly on gaseous, unknowable forces is to let the globally lead off the hook. As I write in The Great Reset and the Struggle for Liberty, the Western world is in the grips and under the control of subversive elites. With inordinate power and influence, these people aren't naturally superior but have as their object the undermining of Western civilization. They can be found in such globalist roundtable organizations as the Royal Institute for International Affairs, Chatham House, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, the Club of Rome, and the World Economic Forum, WEF. In their main international intergovernmental counterpart, the United Nations, UN, and in the monetary organizations that fund the globalist regime, the International Monetary Fund, and the World Bank. All these organizations have had as their objective the undermining of nation-states, the destruction of the free market, and the control of the world economic system by a globalist elite. These objectives are now being conducted under the rubric of stakeholder capitalism, with the WEF running interference for and coordinating the public-private partnerships, that are ushering in stakeholder capitalism, supposedly to combat climate change. In the economic sphere, stakeholder capitalism is a cartel scheme that benefits the compliant and destroys the non-compliant. And the economics of stakeholder capitalism spill into a governance and geopolitical model. States and favored corporations in public-private partnerships in control of governance. The configuration yields a corporate state hybrid largely unaccountable to the constituents of national governments as kurt nemo writes according to the transnational institute in the netherlands this initiative proposes a transition away from intergovernmental decision making towards a system of multi-stakeholder governance in other words by stealth they are marginalizing a recognized model where we vote in governments who then negotiate treaties which are then ratified by our elected representatives with a model where a self-selected group of stakeholders make decisions on our behalf. The cozy relationship between multinational corporations and governments has even aroused the scorn of a few leftist academics. Some note that the UN-WEF partnership and the governance model of the WEF represent at least the privatization of the UN's Agenda 2030 with the WEF bringing corporate partners, money, and supposed expertise on the fourth industrial revolution for IR to the table. And the WEF's governance model extends well beyond the UN, affecting the constitution and behavior of governments worldwide. This usurpation has led political scientist Ivan Weck to call the WEF's governmental redesign of the world system a corporate takeover of global governance. This is true. But the WEF model also represents the governmentalization of private industry. Under Schwab's stakeholder capitalism and the multi-stakeholder governance model, governance is not only increasingly privatized, but also, and more importantly, corporations are deputized as major additions to government and intergovernmental bodies. The state is thereby extended, enhanced, and augmented by the addition of enormous corporate assets. These include funding directed at sustainable development to the exclusion of the non-compliant, as well as the use of big data, artificial intelligence, and 5G to monitor and control citizens. But first, the conditions for global government must be established, and these conditions include the breakdown of national sovereignty, the abrogation of natural rights, and the reduction of the standard of living of the vast majority. Affluence, writes Sean Fleming for the WEF, is the biggest threat to our world. True sustainability will only be achieved through drastic lifestyle changes. Thus, these elites are not only subversive, but also destructive. It is difficult to conclude that the many recent assaults on the infrastructure of the U.S. are anything but part of a coordinated campaign to destroy productive capacities and terrorize the population. Consider the use of vaccine mandates to choke supply chains, the multiple train derailments and chemical bombs the undetonated bombs on railroad tracks, the mysterious explosions at metal plants and oil facilities, the coincidental fires at food processing facilities and chicken-egg farms, the hazardous materials explosions in public transportation facilities, the shutdown of a major baby formula production lab, etc. Consider these in connection with the operations of cultural, social, and political demoralization, the COVID lockdowns and vaccine mandates, the quasi-endorsed Black Lives Matter Antifa riots, the election ledger domain, the January 6th show trials, the unfettered immigration, the foisting of the transgender movement and critical race theory on elementary school students, the differential treatment of crime along political lines, with the apparent rewarding of criminals carrying out subversive acts, and the imprisonment of those who merely protest the regime. And the effect is a politicized anarcho-tyranny unleashed on the populace, Do not all these phenomena have the common effect of producing social and economic insecurity and learned helplessness while cowering any political opposition into submission? Yet, it is essentially impossible to prove that a coordinated campaign by subversive elites is afoot, as internal Twitter documents made available to the public in December reveal. One of the most powerful communications and ideological apparatuses on Earth had gone to great lengths to snuff out and filter the visibility of any story that might provide a window into the coordination of the new world order. If, however, as Pareto suggested, a governing elite is inevitable, then, as Jeff Deist has argued, we are certainly under the wrong elites. Whether a circulation of elites can be completed in time to save the world economic system from ruin and the majority from destitution and veritable slavery is a question of no little urgency. For more content like this, visit Mises.org.